We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Mark Brandon, and we are hoping you're having a wonderful day. And of course, we're right here in the Thanksgiving season, the holiday season, uh, of course, here in the month of November, and the next month is going to be extremely busy and wonderful. And it is. It's the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? And so uh, we hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, we are delighted that you've joined us today for this episode. And uh, we uh, certainly hope that it will be a great encouragement and a blessing to you. I want to look at um, being a Barnabas. You know, I want to look at this uh, special man that we find in the Bible and just highlight some things about his life that I believe we should imitate, no doubt. He would be an excellent uh, excellent imitation or an illustration of someone that we should seek to imitate. Uh, we find him here in Acts chapter 11. The Bible says in verse 22 of Acts chapter 11, then tidings of these things came to the ears of the church, which was in Jerusalem. And they sent forth Barnabas that he should go as far as Antioch, who when he came and had seen the grace of God was glad and exhorted them all that with purpose of heart, they would cleave to the Lord, for he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and of faith, and much people were added unto the Lord. Then departed Barnabas to Tarsus for to seek Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him into Antioch, and it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people, and the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. And again, we see here why Barnabas is an excellent illustration of someone that we should seek to imitate. Now, one thing about Barnabas, he was kind of a man that really worked behind, mainly behind the scenes. Uh, he was a generous man. Uh, we're going to see more about that here later. Uh, but he was one who took the time uh, and effort to encourage people, which is so extremely important. So that's really the theme. If we're going to be a Barnabas, we're going to take time uh, and the effort, make effort to be an encouragement, to be thoughtful, to be respectful to other people. I believe it's a great need of this day. And I believe uh, we could get some of these young people uh, to make heroes, to, to imitate their life, of course, obviously after the Lord, but God's people. And Barnabas is certainly one that would be an illustration of someone that we would want to imitate. Um, he was one who uh, was named Barnabas. The very name that he has means the son of consolation. So God used him to rescue and restore uh, John Mark who had been dismissed from Paul's missionary team. We'll talk about that a little bit here, but I really just want to look at this man. And, uh, you know, when we think about this man and why we could imitate him. First of all, here's one of the first things I think of is he gave to God. Uh, one of the well, most well-known verses in all of the Bible, in John chapter 3, verse 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave. God gave his son. Now, Believers and Christians who truly desire to follow the Lord Jesus will also, they'll be involved in giving in some way, shape, or form. Uh, they'll be giving maybe monetarily. They'll certainly be giving sacrificially. But the life of Barnabas is a wonderful example of someone who was willing to give to the Lord. Uh, he was generous with his finances and his personal influence. And I think both of those are extremely important. So let's just look, first of all, at his finances. He gave monetarily. Verse 36 of Acts chapter 4 says this, And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, 
which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and of the country of Cyprus. Notice this in verse 37 of chapter 4 of Acts. Having land, sold it, and brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. What a, what a man. What a, what, talk about sacrificially giving. And uh, here, here's the other thing. The Bible tells us that where our treasure is, there will your heart be also. That's in Matthew chapter 6. So Barnabas gave to the cause of Christ by selling his own land. And it has been well said regarding earthly treasures that we cannot take them with us. And certainly Barnabas realized this. But I tell you what we can do, we can send them ahead of us. <laughs> and those who trust the Lord in, in the area of giving, they will find, and I've heard this all of my life, you'll never outgive God. That's true. Why? Because Luke chapter 6 is true. Luke chapter 6 verse 38 says this, Give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give into your bosom, for with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Now, we don't give to get back, but that is a promise of God. And so I'm so very thankful for that. Uh, think about this. Uh, C.S. Lewis put it well when he said this, I'm afraid biblical charity is more than merely giving away that which we could afford to do without anyway. Think about that. And we're talking about Barnabas now, he gave of his own land. He sold the land specifically to give to the Lord's work. John Bunyan, the author of The Pilgrim's Progress, and also another book that many people probably haven't heard of or read, it's called The Holy War. I would, I would encourage you to read both. Most of you probably know the book Pilgrim's Progress. But the Holy War is, a, is an allegorical book, and it's a very good book. But here's what he said, here's, and I quote John Bunyan, A man there was, and they called him mad. The more he gave, the more he had. Now, that's an interesting statement, but it's true. That's, that's backed by God's promise. Now, again, we're not giving to get back, but I am thankful for the very promises of God that we cannot ever outgive him. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, being in the ministry as long as I've been in the ministry, you know, there's those loaded handshakes. You're not looking for them. You're not comfortable receiving them. But out of the blue, there'll be a letter in the, in the mail and, and someone has you in their heart. They'll send you some, Listen, God knows when and what you need. And uh, I'm thankful that we can never outgive God. Now, we know that um, another illustration about giving is, you know, Marquis de Lafayette was a French general and he was a politician who joined the American Revolution. He became a friend of George Washington. Of course, history teaches us this. But he was an influential man in the U.S. and, and France. And so Lafayette was also a man of compassion, and the harvest of 1782 was a poor one. But the manager of his estate had filled his barns with wheat, and the bad harvest has raised the price of wheat, said the manager. And then here's what he said, this is the time to sell. Lafayette thought about the hungry peasants in the villages, and he replied, no, this is the time to give. Now think about that. No, this is a time to give. I've often wondered in some of our greatest ecumenical or economical struggles in America. I mean, there's no doubt. I believe we're going through one now. I mean, you know, if you turn on the news, you don't even have to turn on the news. You can go to the grocery store. You can buy certain things, and you know that inflation is up and, and groceries are up. And so, you know, I know when I was younger in the ministry, I started to worry about things like that, being in the ministry and thinking about the church. Oh, it's going to hit the church. But you know what I've learned? I've learned even in economical hard times, I've learned this, God still takes care of his work through the giving of God's people. 
And I, and I just want to give a, a shout out, maybe an encouragement. Uh, I'm thankful for Tiftonia Baptist Church. I mean, I'm telling you, they, they definitely, they are a giving church and I thank God for that. So it is a time to give. In economical crisis, it's a time to give. It's not a time to sell. So definitely Barnabas is a man that we should emulate. We should try to pattern our lives out. Why? Because he gave to God. He gave financially. But then notice this. In Acts chapter 9, we learn in verse 27, the Bible says, But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto him how he had seen the Lord in the way, and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. Do you know what else that Barnabas gave freely of his influence? Now, I want to say this. I believe that's just as important as monetary giving. You know, really, when you think about it, a Christian, really, um, all they have really is influence. Our influence for good or it can be for bad. It can have a very powerful effect in the lives of so many people. And when Saul of Tarsus, who had been making havoc and ram, you know, ravaging the church and devastating the church, you know, when God saved him, the people were scared of him. But Barnabas had witnessed him and seen him and knew him and vouched for him. And he used his influence. He basically put his influence on the line for Saul of Tarsus. Now, Barnabas, however, realized that his conversion was real. He knew that he was saved. He used his influence to bring him into the fellowship of the church. Think about that. Think about the influence that we can have on other people for good. And I think we should emulate uh, Barnabas here. Uh, I'd like to ask the question, are we going to be a Barnabas? Is there any Barnabases around? Barnabas was putting his own reputation on the line for the sake of a new believer. And uh, it made a great difference in the life of Paul. And, of course, it made a great difference in all of our lives as well. Amen. Most of the New Testament was written. The human author was the Apostle Paul. Amen. So a lot of times Barnabas was behind the scenes. But, man, I tell you what, he's the kind of man, the kind of Christian that we should emulate. Amen. God bless you. I hope you'll be a Barnabas today. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.